Genevis, take a seat. <clears throat> or maybe, because at this point, you've noticed in the front here, we've got some big sheets of paper and some paints and some different shapes of brushes. I would invite any adult or children who want to come um, and to paint me the brightest, most vibrant sun possible that's going to fill most of that paper. That'd be great. Just fill it with reds and yellows and oranges on a day such as this. I'll tell you more in a minute later what we're going to do. We've got a second thing to do. But just if you would come and, if you want to come and do some of that, you can listen obviously to what's going on at the same time, but why not just come and express something of this day on paper in terms of the vibrancy of the sun um, in reds and yellows. If you want to come and do that now, there are some paint and some bits and pieces there. Psalm 111, David is saying, God, you are awesome. You are an awesome God. In verses 2 and 4, he describes God's works and his wonderful deeds. And the Hebrew word wonderful deeds means something that I simply cannot understand. Or something different, striking, remarkable. Something transcending the power of human intelligence and human imagination. And the word is used many times in David's prayers as he looks back over his life and sees God opening doors, helping them cross the Red Sea in the story of the ten plagues. All of these are referred to as wonderful deeds of God, transcending the power of human intelligence and imagination. God is wonderful, David declares. How wonderful you are. I have to ask if David's writing this after he's just won a gold medal himself. Is it a gold medal day on which David's writing this? Has he just won the gold medal? And so he's he's ebullient, he's full of joy. The sun is shining and he's saying, God, you are great, fantastic. But what about days when we don't win a gold medal? I know that David had struggles in his family. He had issues with power. And now post-Olympics, we've got to recognize that there will be days when we don't win gold medals. And there'll be days when we watch and Britain doesn't win gold medals. But David knew that praise and thanking God was the right place to be. Living his life where praising and thanking God was the right place to be is something that ordered David's life. Throughout his ups and downs, when the sun was shining, when it was cloudy, when he's winning gold medals, when he wasn't. If you remember, Lord Coe said in the opening statement at the Games, we want to do this right as a nation. And at the end, he also said, we have done it right. I thought that was brilliantly British moral responsibility and understated. We want to do the right thing. Christians, we believe that we are in the right place when we are acknowledging that we are part of God's universe. God wants us to be part. God has created us to be part of his world and his purposes. We need to order our lives with praise and with worship. Notice at the end of our psalm, 
Psalm 111. There's, there's no need to look at a progression in the psalm because, as I've said, it's an acrostic and David has a buzz of ideas that, that, that come to him. But at the end of the psalm, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. To motivate, God is an awesome God and therefore David says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It was a leading Old Testament theologian last century who says the fear of the Lord includes both the experience of awe and the irresistible attraction of graciousness of God. It's not a state of anxiety. When we hear the word fear, we often think of things that frighten us or upset us or undermine us. But the fear of the Lord is a reverence, a reverent attraction to the graciousness of God in which we cannot help ourselves but acknowledge that our lives would be less than what they're meant to be when we're not saying, and it comes from God. We have lots of good things in life and it's important for us as Christians to say, to add that bit, and that it comes from God. All that I am and have is given by God. We don't celebrate just for the celebration. We enjoy human achievement. We enjoy what we have in our world. But we praise God who has given it and has given us. And together with creation, we praise God. Last weekend when we came home um, from Spain, we had the, the chance to have a weekend down in the south coast. And we were at Portsmouth. And if you haven't been to historic dockyards, go. They're fantastic. Really good time there. Um, there's the Warrior. There's the Victory. There's the Mary Rose. My boys loved it. You know, the Mary, Cameron had just done the Mary Rose at school. And um, they're really well, it's a really good day. We had a trip out in the boat and we saw the warships in the harbor. It was, yeah, I really, we all enjoyed it. It was a great day. As I was coming off the Victory, um, a man suddenly said to me, thank you. I had to look around. I, hadn't, I was going down the gangway to get onto dry land again. This man was there. And he turned to me and said, thank you. And I thought, oh, hold on. What? Did I buy him an ice cream? No, no, I haven't done that. Was that his boat? No, it can't be his boat. No. And then I realized his job, his role was to thank people from sharing the experience for being on the victory. A whole day he might spend, or longer, saying to somebody he'd never met before, thank you. Thank you for sharing in probably my joy of naval ships. Thank you for taking the time to think about it. Thank you for being on the ship and spending the time you have there. That was what he was doing. And that touched me. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't necessary. But it's just marking our lives with praise, thanksgiving, and gratitude. When we were in Spain, we watched a lot of the Olympics without commentary. Now, some of you might think that's great. It was curious. Our Spanish isn't like our French, so we were struggling. We got a few words. But lots of images, lots of basketball and water polo. And we did get some athletics and some swimming, which is great. But it was fascinating because it was without commentary. It was also without reflection. Spanish TV seemed to go from one event to the next without taking stock. Well, we certainly felt that. We came back and watched, watched the, back in the UK for, for the last few days. Suddenly, 
it was like not just uh, pictures, but commentary on what was going on. And a cherishing of what's happening. And of a saying, did you see that? Did you notice that? Wasn't that wonderful? As Christians, we don't allow our lives to slip by without commentary. It's not just one damn thing after another. We gather as Christians to stop and to say, God, I thank you for my life. I thank you for all that you've given to me. That that I understand and that that I don't understand. That that I struggle with and that that I can so easily give you thanks for. What's the soundtrack to your life at the moment? What's the words that are going underneath? I think that's part of what we're doing as Christians, is saying we punctuate our lives with praise and thanksgiving to God to cherish who we are to realize the gift that life is and to say thank you. Now these guys down here, oh, they're doing a fantastic job. That's, that's just what I wanted. That's brilliant. That's looking lovely. Um, because what I wonder, Lynn, is if we could maybe just draw this to an end. We've got a, I'll, sh- I'll show you in a moment because we'll try and get it to hold it up. It's a fiery orange, yellow, red glow. Now, I, on such a day as this, guys, I thought it would be good for that to represent God's glory. Something of God's brilliance, of God's energy, of God's life, of God's love, of angels being part of it, of all of that. And you've done that fantastically. Now, what I'm going to ask you to do is maybe put your brushes down and step back, because we need to show this off to everybody else, don't we? I think you've done a great job. Thank you. Can we hold it up? Is that going to be possible? Just gently, carefully. Can we hold up so people can see? Oh, we've got the paintbrushes off. Now, how can we show it to people? Oh, watch the paint. We're going to... Can we do it here? Somebody, don't walk anymore. Just stop, 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 stop. Okay, see? Can, can you see it? Can you see it? Fantastic. Now... Mm, it's still wet, isn't it? I haven't thought this through carefully, as ever. Because, if you want to put it down again just for the moment, it's still a bit wet. Because this is God's glory. And God knows that some days we don't all win gold medals. And God doesn't call us all to be athletes. We're not all going to be Jess- Jessica Ennis or Chris Hoy. But you know something? Oh, they're all gone. I look up and they've gone. They're going to wash their hands. Thank you for that. God's glory is expressed in many ways. Irenaeus has said God's glory is a human being most fully alive, which we saw in the Olympics, didn't we? And so again this morning, if this represents God's glory, I wonder if this can be you. God's star. And I want you to come as Becky plays and put your star in God's glory. As part of God's glory. Because God invites us to participate in his glory. Not just golden medals, not just about being successful, about having significant lives, but to participate in his glory, in his love, in his being, in his everlastingness, in his, well what words would you use? To describe God's glory. 
And God wants us. God has called us to participate in his glory. Romans 8 says, those that I have called, I have justified. Those I have justified, I have glorified. We can participate in the glory of God. Now let me just try one because it's still wet down here. (laughs) It's not that wet. It's okay. It's all right. It's it's doable. Um, Yeah, let's just leave it on the floor. Um, can, I, but can I invite you to come as Becky plays Shining, what was the song that you were playing that we thought that would be a good one? Shining like the sun, your love pouring over me. Can I invite you to come and pick a star that represents your life and to stick it in the middle of God's glory, in the heat of the sun. And the sun is nothing as great as God's glory. We can't look at the sun. But God's glory is a million times more brilliant, a million times more startling, a million times more alive. So as we think of ordering our lives with prayer and praise, let's take this opportunity once again to recognize that God invites us to participate, not just in our country's success, not just in what's happened this week, but to participate in his glory.